This podcast is recorded and produced on the unceded lands of the Darkinyung people, and I acknowledge them as the traditional owners. This is Mother Other with Amy Pearson. Today I welcome my very first international mother and guest to the show, Alison Felice. Alison is a freelance illustrator based all the way in the golden state of San Francisco. Her work explores her own inner and outer worlds with the most wonderful, colourful, psychedelic flair. We recorded this way back at the beginning of the year, so it's hilarious hearing this conversation again because... My toddler certainly does not sleep through the night anymore. I should not have said that out loud. It's also bizarre hearing us discuss COVID and lockdowns. We recorded this over the Australian summer when COVID wasn't affecting us so badly. But now it is rampant and I'm in extended lockdown again, but this time in New South Wales. I mentioned how lockdowns affected me in my business last year. And I'm sure those in the creative, hospitality and many other industries will relate. But I also want to note that I am aware that there are others that are much more affected than I am. That's life though, right? We only really know our own pain, hurt and experiences. Alison and I discussed the weirdness of raising our kids in unprecedented times, her identity being wrapped around creating things much like mine, the luck we've each had with our fertility and the ease with which she conceived her son, Felix. We delve into her creative journey and how she finds space and time to work these days. This conversation is full of mindful musings on purpose, creativity, and toddlers who rule our lives. I adore Alison, her incredible work, and the patience and warmth she brings to her mothering, and I'm sure you will too. Enjoy. Let me introduce today's guest, Alison Felice, an award-winning freelance illustrator and designer based in San Francisco. You describe your work as an exploration of inner and outer worlds, and I fell in love with it the moment I saw it. You have this sort of what seems like a minimalistic approach, but your work is like super rich with this 70s psychedelic vibe. Um, So thank you so much for joining me all the way over from the Golden State. You're officially my first international guest as well. So it's like super exciting for me. I'm honored. I love your podcast so much. I've listened (laughs) to every one of them. (laughs) Oh, that's so so nice to hear. You probably heard all the dodgy ones at the beginning when I didn't know what I was doing. So no, I don't know what I'm doing with my podcast. So, yeah, it's great. I also forgot to mention that. Um, I did originally say something about that, but I mustn't have put it in my intro. But yes. Everybody go and listen to Alison's podcast. It is called The Friendly Unknown. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Um, and she talks to creatives and creative professionals. And is that's the vibe, right? It's mostly creatives? Yeah. Yes. It's like understanding their creative journey to yeah. like where they are today. And I love that. The trials and tribulations. and Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. I've listened to quite a few of those as well. So would you like to start us off today by telling us who you're a mother to? Yeah, I'm a mom to Felix. He's 19 months today. Um, Just like the most wonderful little soul. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They're very similar in age, our boys, actually. 
Yeah, they are. How old is yours? Well, he's he's turning two actually in two weeks, but I feel like that gap is not too big. Like it's quite later in life, it wouldn't be noticeable. But I guess at the moment, I moved back to my home state uh, a few months ago when my kiddo was about nineteen months, and I guess actually the the changes that have happened in that period between nineteen months and two have been like mind blowing. I didn't realize how much would change so quickly. He's in a single bed now. He like sleeps all night. He goes to daycare. It's like, what happened to my baby? It's so weird, but they, yeah, it goes so fast and they grow so much. Yeah. I'm looking forward to sleeping through the night though. (laughs) It doesn't always happen this early. Like I, I didn't expect it to happen yet, to be honest, but we got really lucky. I'm not sure what the magic recipe was. It just kind of happened. I don't know. Everyone says that. They always say like one night they'll just sleep through the night. Yeah. It's so weird. And you wake up and think, oh my God, are they okay? And you have to go in and check on them and make sure they're alive and they're fine. So you don't even really enjoy it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) totally. It takes a while to get into the actual appreciation of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's go back to who you were pre-motherhood. What did your career and lifestyle look like? Did you see a future with children in it? Yeah, I always knew I wanted kids. Um, so I was just not quite sure what age to do it. Um, but I was, uh, yeah, pre-Felix, I was an, uh, an editorial freelance illustrator. So that means that I was doing illustration for like newspapers and websites and um magazines and things and so I really didn't have any boundaries between work and life and (laughs) I would work like 12 hours 14 hours 16 hour days Um, the deadlines were always really short so I would get email from a client and then sketches would be due the next day and then the finals would be due the day after Um, so it was just really like I was very career focused and was a bit of a just like a workaholic I spent my days alone like my husband worked downtown so I was just home alone all day working and Mm. could completely focus and I'm a huge like head in the clouds daydreamer so would just sort of be in my imagination all day Mm. and I would like really the only people I would see is like going to the grocery store and like seeing the cashier (laughs) or when my husband got home I would I'd be like, how's the outside world? Um, (laughs) (laughs) So it was so different from now. Um, I just had so much time to focus and it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily healthy though. Like it wasn't a very sustainable way to live because there was a lot of nights I would just be up all night finishing deadlines. I really wasn't saying no to any projects. And I was like, I felt like I was trying to prove something um, Mm. by getting certain clients on my client list and I don't know it's it's hard to make a living as an illustrator yeah so I really just felt like I had to say yes to everything and uh, just to you know try to make a, a living and then how did the journey begin from that lifestyle and that sort of arrangement that you were in with your partner as well to deciding let's throw a baby into the mix <laughs> so my husband had been ready for years and I was just really overthinking it and was like, kind of thought there would be a time where I 
knew it was time and I just didn't feel that. Hmm. And so at some point I was like, okay, I think I just need to go for it because at the time I was 33 and I didn't know how long it would take us to get pregnant. And I wanted to sort of leave things open-ended as to how many kids we would have. So I didn't want to start too late and he was ready. So I just decided let's just stop not trying yeah, and see how it goes. Yeah. And was that process pretty smooth for you? Yeah, we were very fortunate. We got pregnant like immediately. Yeah. So yeah, which was also kind of a shock because yeah. <laughs> I was still wrapping my mind around just like, is it the right time? And just still questioning myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Felix was like waiting for a while, I think. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, all right, here's my window. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. It's funny. I kind of had a similar experience with that. Just, oh, I guess we should try now because it could take us five years. It could take us longer. We knew people yeah. that had had a lot of issues around us, like family and friends and I had always thought it would be really difficult and we ended up being super lucky and you just don't really know until you get what you're handed. Exactly. What sort of elements of motherhood and having a family appealed to you when you wanted to become a mum? I think uh, when I was younger, my mom, my mom is just such a mom. Like she's just an amazing mom and super maternal And so like having that growing up, I always knew I wanted to be a mom and we were really lucky that she stayed home with us until we were in middle school. So I had this idea, (laughs) I had this idea that, um, as like an illustrator, I would just be wearing Felix on my hip and (laughs) be able to work all day Uh, and like go outside and sketch in the sunshine and like Mm -hmm. a picnic blanket and that everything would just be kind of magical mm-hmm. um and it's just yeah so those were sort of like the things I that's yeah everyone says like it's it's hard and you're not gonna have time to yourself and you're gonna have to like figure out how to work um in like nap times and when they go to bed and I was like it'll be different for me yeah everyone Um, I think that's almost like a primal sort of survival mechanism we have or something (laughs) I met this mum because I just recently moved to a new area again and um, I was chatting with some other mums and she was like oh yeah I'm due in a couple of months I'm so excited to take time off work and be creative and have maternity leave and I was like thinking oh this poor woman has no idea how little time she's going to have like Mm -hmm. do it now be creative now like make the most of it I mean, I guess people like us who are always finding time to do those things and that's, I guess, the struggle. But a lot of people don't bother because it's already so consuming and so overwhelming being a mum. And I guess, yeah, it's interesting seeing people's perspectives before they actually get there and what they think it's going to be like. And then how was the reality for you in the end? I knew, I just knew I was going to have this really close bond with Felix and that came to fruition. Like we are so close, but it just, mm. uh, I just didn't realize how much of myself I would have to give up. Yeah. So I'm very thankful that we're so close and it is a lot like how I thought it would be, but, um, it's just funny how you can't anticipate the ways you'll grow. I know it's for the best because what I, w- what I was doing before was I feel like it was very like ego driven and I was like creating work for clients and it was very much about like 
who are the clients and how am I projecting myself? And Mm -hmm. after having Felix, it was like, there's no time for that. I can't do deadlines. I have to just like, what do I have time for? And what, what is my priority? And it's really, I feel like shifted me into like my purpose. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I couldn't see that before having him. So that, that was really incredible. And I, Mm. (laughs) I feel like I forgot your question, (laughs) but I don't remember what I asked you either. I think I was just (laughs) asking you about the reality of what motherhood Mm. was as opposed to what you imagined. But I love that what you say about purpose. And do you mean specifically with your creativity and your work, do you feel like you have more of a, like a specific idea of what you want to be doing and what you want to spend your time doing? Yeah. Rather than just taking on everything to try and prove something. Yeah. It's more about like, what am I here to do? Mm. And as opposed to like, um, who am I trying to show Yeah, the yeah, world yeah. I am, you know? Yeah. And because um, there just isn't time. You yeah. Know, there just isn't time. And the time I am not with Felix, like I want to be really focused and yeah um yeah so and so I spend my days with him like he doesn't go to daycare and we don't have Mm -hmm. really any help right now so it's really just like working in nap time and when he goes to bed and like he doesn't sleep through the night so yeah it's like two hours after he goes to sleep he'll wake up and come into bed with us so that was just exactly the same for us at that point. So this is <laughs> this sounds normal to me. I, I was so surprised when it happened for us a bit later on. And it also could be to do with the pregnancy and things as well. Maybe that yeah. shifted things for him. It was a struggle for both of us, the weaning and all of that stuff that came with the pregnancy, yeah. um, which I didn't intend to do. It was just something that sort of ended up having to happen because of it. So I think if... I hadn't have been pregnant I'd probably still be breastfeeding I'd probably still be sleeping with him in our bed a lot of the time mm-hmm. so don't let yourself feel too bad about that. that's normal. <laughs> yeah because we haven't weaned yet so I have a feeling like that has so much to do with sleeping yeah. through the night yeah. it's a major like, bond like they mm-hmm. you know that's their they feel like they're part of your body almost I think so yeah it's like you know Definitely. it's difficult for them to not want that through the night he does most of his nursing at night and just yeah yeah, I think it's like the cuddles and the bond for sure totally and you say you didn't have you don't have a lot of help where you are do you have other mums around you especially mums that are sort of similar to you or going through a similar sort of thing with your work life balance and all that stuff that you could connect with especially through the earlier stages um I feel like the work thing no like I'm I'm kind of figuring that out on my own uh, yeah. but a friend of a friend like a friend of my oldest friends we, we were friends since we were babies her good friend also lives in San Francisco and she had a baby two days after me her name's oh, Stephanie wow. yeah so we've really grown close and we text each other every day yeah. <laughs> in the beginning and we're like breastfeeding is crazy and um, <laughs> <laughs> just checking in on each other and um, so that was really incredible mm. to to have just someone who was going through the exact same thing to, totally to text yeah yeah it's such a major I feel like without that I don't know what I would have done I I had that too and yeah, I mean, they saved me like so yeah. many times mentally through the yes. night when your partner's asleep and there's no one to talk to and you're just alone in this like crazy emotional haze and there's milk everywhere. And <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the chaos of the <laughs> yeah. newborn. Yeah, and it's just also new, and it's like it just hits you, and it's just so nice to have that reassurance, you know. Mm. So, yeah, it really saved me too. Some of you may remember our very first episode with Nikki Hamilton of Seedling Digital. Nikki has had so much success in her field as a web developer that she decided to package all of her knowledge into an online course to help other women, mothers and creatives build a sustainable, financially successful and fulfilling business of their own. I've completed Nikki's course myself and I can attest that she teaches you how to create one of the best business models available to mothers. Nikki is kindly offering our listeners a whopping $100 off the course. Just head to womenwealthwordpress.com and use the code MOTHEROTHER to sign up. More in the show notes. What about family support? Do you have anyone close by? Do you have families elsewhere or close friends that you've known for years? Or Yeah, so um, I grew up just two hours away from San Francisco. Um, so my family is there and... My husband's family is just an hour away. So we're right in the middle of them. So that's been really amazing, except it's just with the pandemic, we oh, haven't really yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we haven't really seen them because here in the US, it's just totally out of control. And so mm. we've had to be so careful the last year and really mm. um, we've only seen them a few times. So it's been a very, it's been a weird experience being a new mom in the pandemic because Felix was only six months when it started. Yeah. And so I felt like I was just sort of getting my bearings yeah. and then everything closed down and then we were really isolated after that. Um, so I'm super proud of our little family. Of, yeah. You know what we've done in yeah. these circumstances, but it is, it is weird. I feel like we're sort of I'm parenting outside of time or something yeah <laughs> even though so like strange. Felix is growing so fast yeah. yeah it's super strange it was a similar thing with us we um I think my I think Dory was nine or ten months old and I think similarly like we lived in another in another state so we were quite far away from family and friends the whole of his life and I struggled through that time. I mean, I, I portrayed to the world that I wasn't struggling, but I was yeah. really struggling. Yeah. And I did finally sort of get a work-life balance back. I was shooting a lot more. And then my business started get, like taking off again for the first time. And I could see like all the work I had coming up and all of a sudden COVID hit. And it was oh like his first gosh. birthday party got canceled. My yep. business fell apart. We got oh into no. lockdown. We were the only state in Australia that was in lockdown for nearly eight months straight. I remember that yeah and it was Gosh. so hard it was actually just crazy and I was also I, I look back and I think wow we got through such a huge thing together the three of us and now being back in another state with people that didn't go through that it's like they have had such a different life to us in the past couple of years it's just like we have this almost post-traumatic stress going on from just being completely isolated and yeah, it's the weirdest thing, but I think it also was a really good bonding experience for us yeah. as a family. And yes. I think Dory actually thrived through that time because he had us both to himself pretty much 24 seven. So there was good that came out of it. Yeah. <laughs> as as it has been hard. <laughs> I can completely relate. Yeah. Cause uh, my husband would normally be like downtown working all day. And so he was home with Felix and for like most of his first year so it was yeah 
it was great for Felix. It was great yeah. for Kat, our cat, <laughs> yeah. because like we were <laughs> home with the, her. But um, but yeah, it is it is just like so strange when you're with your spouse twenty four seven. There's no separation. Oh, and, yeah. Um, it's weird. It's really, it's very a weird experience. Absolutely. Yeah. How soon after Felix was born did you actually want to start working? Did you have to work for any reason or? No, luckily I didn't have to work. It was so weird. I couldn't have anticipated like the identity shift Mm. after having Felix. Like um, I just, uh, I think my identity was wrapped around me creating. And so after I had him, because I pretty much worked upright until he was born. Yeah. And then um, after having him, first of all, it was just like so intense and I didn't expect motherhood to be that intense and Mm. hard. And um, I just didn't recognize my body and everything. And I I had like um, either baby blues or yeah some form of postpartum depression anxiety it was like it was very intense um and so I just felt super lost if I wasn't working who who am I and now I have a a child to look after and yeah so it took me a really it took me like a good um four to five months to even want to create something again yeah I just felt like really lost and like kind of in in a fog yeah um yeah, and then I had a project from prior to when Felix was born that needed some adjustments. Um, and so that actually helped pull me out of, like, the weird space I was in because I just had to, like, do some minor edits to some illustrations. Mm. And it just, like, got me in into the zone just enough to just yeah. kind of remember who I was. And so, like, after that, I felt like, okay, it's not a blank canvas. Like, I can just step back into who I was. And, um, yeah, but it was a, it was such a weird time. Yeah. And I still feel like I'm, I'm only working at, like, such a small capacity of what I was doing before and what I could do just because of, like, the time limitations. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Totally. And then how much... You mentioned identity. I know I talk about that a lot on the podcast, but I am interested to know how much it actually has impacted your identity even up until now. Yeah. Um, I still feel like I'm like piecing myself together, honestly. Mm. I think with, I was sort of getting there before lockdown and then we've been so isolated but at the same time I don't have any alone time so it's weird because it's like we're kind of shut off from the world but I also don't have space to yeah because I'm like I'm so introverted that I need a lot of time to like process what's going on to know Mm -hmm. who I am and if I like always have people in my space I can get kind of lost I can relate to that yeah and I think like through creativity I kind of like find my voice too so um yeah and becoming a mom is such a huge shift Mm. and so just all of this at once it's like I'm still (laughs) I'm still like processing yeah uh, what happened and who I am and then like what I can I can see it though like it's 
Like it's, um, it's good and it's, I can see it's close. Um, but I'm still just sort of like in like a kind of weird in between space right now. <laughs> mm, totally. With your physical space and alone time and working and being with your baby, how do you, do you have like an office space? How do you separate yourself mentally when you're working or do you just have to go into your computer zone and just yeah it's like (laughs) into the computer zone because well in San Francisco like our apartment's pretty small it's like we have a one bedroom and Felix has the bedroom and Uh so our dining room is our bedroom like my my husband's bedroom and he has like his desk in there um for his like his work all day long and so I'm usually at the kitchen table or yeah. at night I take the desk or I just kind of work wherever. Um, so Is he's still working from home now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Home. Yeah, because um, it's, yeah. Everything's it's still bad so here. Yeah, yeah. And it's still like, it's just kind of went off the rails in the US. And Yeah. <laughs> I've been a bit out of the loop of the news, to be honest, because I've been just in crazy house hunting world but Mm. I didn't actually realize it was still quite as bad as it is I think yeah it's it's definitely getting better um like we have like a tier system here and we were in the purple for all of winter that's the worst one oh I was thinking is that good or bad (laughs) okay yeah 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 Yeah. um it's the worst one and that like we're slowly like coming out of that um so things are opening up again but um yeah, it's it's still it's still like the worst country, I think. Yeah, Actually, it's like, full on. And you're though. so populated too, I guess. I mean, I know a lot of mm-hmm. other countries are, but I think like nothing got put in place in the beginning. So it's just made it all kind of haywire. Yeah. Very different to what we experienced in Victoria. Yeah. Where we just got locked down immediately and it was like really full on, but also kind of good because it meant that it just went away mm-hmm. mostly. I know I've seen um, some bands that I really love. Like they're having concerts in Australia and it just seems so (laughs) like weird to me. Yeah. Like I miss it so much. You know what's funny though? I think the funny thing about being in this as a mum with a new baby is the FOMO just goes away because it's like you can't go anyway. I mean, I love writers festivals. There's a writers festival coming up and it's, right around the time I'm due and I've also got a toddler and I'm like I can't go anyway like if if COVID was on and it was cancelled I would kind of be like well now I don't feel so much FOMO because (laughs) I mean I can't go anyway so when knowing that it's happening just makes me feel like more sad about not experiencing it I haven't been to a concert in I don't even know maybe two and a half years or something it's so crazy I know we went to one like two months after Felix was born, but it was only a block away. Oh um, yeah. Okay. So my mom came and babysat. And oh, that's good. We were supposed to go to another one like the Friday that lockdown happened, um, so that got canceled. So, mm. uh, but yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Like most of our friends would be out like partying every yeah. weekend, and now and they can't do a- that. So yeah. <laughs> It's kind of one little glimmer of light, <laughs> yeah. <I laughs> Which is yeah, kind of exactly. like cruel to think that way, but I mean, it it helps you mentally as a mum to not be missing out on all of this stuff. I think. Yes, because it is so isolating. Yeah. When the world is open, so 
now everyone's kind of like feeling that same. Yeah, that's um, that's another thing, yeah. isn't it? It's like almost feeling what it is like to be a new mum. It's just mm-hmm. being isolated and trapped in your house. And it's like, this is what we feel. This mm-hmm. is what we've been saying we feel. <laughs> and everyone else And not is only that, of... it's like relentless work yeah. too. And mm. so. At least they can watch Netflix all day though. <laughs> yeah. I know it was funny at the beginning of lockdown, like all the people without kids are like, we have so much time. Yeah. Like, they were like learning languages and baking yeah. bread. And, <laughs> and we're like, yeah. oh, it's like the opposite for parents. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then I feel like at one point I realized as much as it was so, I mean, maybe because I'm in, looking back in retrospect now and I'm out of it and you're not, so it might be different for you, but I felt like sometimes I'm so glad I have this little person here keeping me happy because if I was isolated from my family and friends for eight months without him there to like constantly make me laugh, I feel like it would have been actually kind of harder. But I guess you only know what you know as well. So your experience is just subjective. Yeah, he is. Yes, I feel the same way. We've kind of spoken about it a little bit earlier, but without using the word. But when you think about success, and especially compared to what you were doing when you first were working before you had a baby and you were sort of pushing yourself so hard. Has your image of success changed now? Yeah. Now that you're a mum? Yeah, it's, yes, definitely. I feel like success now is more like being in alignment. Whereas before it was like this external thing mm. I was going after and now it's definitely more internal. Now it's more about, like, what am I here to do? And, yeah. and trying to line up with that. And, and also like now knowing that that's kind of my role as a mom when Felix is older is to support that within him too. Yeah. So like, what's he here to do and, and support him? It's not what I want for him. It's what he wants for himself. Yeah. Um. So also just trying to be a role model for him in that, like, I'm going to try to go after it and do that with my life um, so that, you know, I, I feel like when I look back on my life, I'll feel whole and like was here for my purpose and, and showed up for that. And then also just trying to be supportive and a role model for him too. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. That's nice as well because so many parents, I think, don't think about it that way. It's It's like you need to do this and this and this to be successful in life and I need mm-hmm. to make you do these things. But everybody's so different and our kids are not necessarily going to be interested in what we're interested in or yeah. learn the same way or find any kind of, you know, um, solace in the things that we do. So, yeah, totally like encouraging them to tune in to themselves is yes. something that I feel like more people should be doing. Yeah, and I think we get, um, you know, we learn stuff and we're a little like we 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 think we know our I guess like I've been listening to like a lot of Jungian podcasts Mm -hmm. recently and so it's like a lot of parents like want to project what they didn't do in their life onto their children yeah and so we like get caught in these patterns and so I want to try to be aware of that and like not force too much onto my children but I think it is like only natural. You want your children to be interested in what you're interested yeah, in. Yeah, of course. And, yeah. So it's and share tough. that with them. But yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. It's funny because my partner and I are both not sporty at all and we always mm. have the joke like our kids are going to be like soccer players and tennis <laughs> players and we're just going to have to go along with that because we have no idea about that stuff. But we're like, whatever, man, if you're into it, we'll yeah. support it. <laughs> I know. I'm so worried that like Felix is going to be like rebelling and, you know, just being <laughs> opposite of me and just sort of being <laughs> the- a mirror myself. <laughs> it may be a period of that though, but I feel like people grow out of it as well. I feel yeah. like I did that for a bit with my parents and then I came back around and realized we actually have a lot in common. We have a lot of the same morals and the same politics and like interests and things, but it took a while for that to sort of come through. <laughs> yeah, there is a definite like rebellious phase for sure. So as long as it's not destructive, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so I wanted to know if you had any advice to give to mums who are also wrangling with the creative career, motherhood, push and pull between the two what advice would you give to them, especially in the early days? Gosh, what advice would I give to myself? <laughs> um, just give yourself time and space because it'll come back. Like I felt, I just, it was weird because after having Felix, like I've like slipped into like this, like it was like the world was like, beige it was just like a weird sort of like space where I was I guess it was like a depression but like I didn't even know I was in it Mm. until I was coming out of it and I just felt like yeah the fragility of Felix was really scary and and all of that and I just didn't even realize how lost I was until I started coming out of it but I think it's pretty normal and yeah just give yourself time and space and I would also say pursue the thing you're most interested in because that will like get you back on track. Mm. So if it's like reading, like read, if it's listening to podcasts, listen to podcasts, if it's like journaling and writing poetry, if it's just whatever you're most interested in, like give yourself, like set a boundary around that and allow yourself to do it. And you'll, you'll kind of like find your way back to who you are and what you're interested in and in a more expanded version of that too. It's not going to be the same. Yeah. And then my last question for you is what has motherhood given you? Oh gosh, so much. <laughs> <I> feel, <laughs> um, like the present moment. I think I was so, I was always so in the future or the past and now I find myself like in the present moment with Felix and when I drift away he's always like there waiting for me when I come back (laughs) and he's just so present and wonderful and as hard as it is to to like not be in my daydream mode and be off creating all the time um it's just like such a wonderful it was what I needed like it was I needed to be more grounded yeah and and as hard as it was, because like when you become a mom, it's like full on. <laughs> um, it was what I needed. Yeah, totally. It's funny you say yeah. that because um, my almost two-year-old, he turns two in two weeks, has his vocabulary has just boomed and he's saying sentences and he's understanding oh all gosh. of these things that we just like he can count and he knows colors and he, he does all of these things that I didn't expect to happen so soon and it's funny though because 
even with all of that, he still doesn't understand the concept of time at all. Like it's mm. just, like you said, he's always in the present moment. So mm-hmm. he knows what birthdays are and he knows what parties are and cake and all of that. But we try and explain that it's his birthday soon. He's turning too soon. And he just is like, I want my birthday now. Like he doesn't yeah. understand. <laughs> he's like, what do you mean soon? What is that? I just want it now. Mm-hmm. Or, he's you like, know, that sounds wonderful. Let's do yeah, it yeah. now. Why would I we want wait? the cake now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And he's like... Um, if we're if we're doing something tomorrow, we try and explain. No, oh, it's tomorrow. It's after we sleep tonight. And he just does not understand that concept of time. But I think that's so like precious as well because it's so such a short period where that is actually the case. Until I guess they always have that um, ability to stop and be in the moment. But I think once they understand the concept of time, it's probably a bit different. So I feel like this time is so fleeting where they are this sort of precious little orb of be here now. (laughs) Yeah. And isn't it interesting? Like as adults, it's so hard for us to grasp the constant concept of being in the moment. Yeah. And like we spend so much time and money trying to get back to that. Yeah. And even especially now, I mean, probably more so than the past with our smartphones and our laptops and our everything mm-hmm. else. It's like constantly in another moment. It's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like I could talk to you all day, but that's all <laughs> I have time for today. So yeah. to any creatives that are listening, head over to The Friendly Unknown and listen to Alison's podcast. I'm sure it will bring you a lot of inspiration. Um, thank you so much again for taking the time out and coming on the show. I know you've got, like like you said, a lot going on, so it's nice for you to do that for me oh it's such an honor like I said I love your podcast so much it honestly got me through some really hard times and I would just take Felix out on a walk in the park and put the podcast in honestly I just felt like felt so much more like myself and I felt seen and validated and oh my god so That's what like you're doing is so ears. wonderful oh thank <laughs> yeah, you so much I'm so yeah. glad honestly so glad to have you on too so I'm sure other people will feel the same when they listen to this oh, I hope so Have a great night. You too. And I will speak to you via other means at some point. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Alison. See ya. You too. Some of you may remember our very first episode with Nikki Hamilton of Seedling Digital. Nikki has had so much success in her field as a web developer that she decided to package all of her knowledge into an online course to help other women, mothers, and creatives build a sustainable, financially successful, and fulfilling business of their own. Nikki is kindly offering our listeners a whopping $100 off the course. Just head to womenwealthwordpress.com and use the code MOTHEROTHER to sign up. More in the show notes.